Cam, Dylan, let me guess. Large soda, large popcorn? Yeah, you know it. Would you like butter on that? Yeah, extra butter. Extra Butter Podcast. Bro. Anyway, dude. We live. We live. live. We live. Welcome to Extra Butter, your podcast for great conversation and great movies. This is Cam. This is Dylan. Um, we're just talking about uh if you guys haven't listened, please do. If you're a fan of anything anime, anything uh in that in that space, uh the Talk No Jutsu podcast is live, ladies Yo. and gentlemen. <laughs> Yo. Um yeah, dude. Uh it, it's been a long time in the making for Dylan and Steven. Um, if you've been a long listener of this podcast, Steven's been on several episodes of Extra Butter, and I'm just really excited to see Dylan and him. Uh, take this podcast something that they're both really passionate in to new heights and it grows everyone's brand so if you haven't uh, the first episode went live when did it go live Dylan? uh last week last week got you got you got you um so you haven't missed much again like an anime it, you know sometimes these animes are really deep in and it's hard to catch up but unlike those kind of animes this this anime had just started so see by all means, take a listen. Um, you know, put on our page. There is a Talk New Jutsu um, Instagram page I'll be putting in the description of this podcast so you guys can catch up on it. Um, and just let them know what you think, man. Um, they are two of my best friends. So I'm really excited for them and to see what comes of it all. Um, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, but today, we talking movies, baby. We talking uh when you're listening to this podcast, it's the day after the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh so yes. we thought what better than to watch this little gem of a movie. What's this movie called? <laughs> a little gem? Uh, you mean little giant. Ah! <laughs> Can I get a hoya? Hoya. So you're either excited that the 49ers won or you're excited because you're part of the cult of Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes has again got another ring. Yeah, or you're like me and you wanted them both to lose. Uh, but you, <laughs> but you rest in peace. Good thing Lamar got the MVP. Hey, bro, I got something out of it. Jeez, dude. I was thinking before we recorded this, this is going to be our most interesting podcast yet because if there's one thing us nerds aren't, it's athletic for the most part mm, or athletically inclined. Yeah, and yeah. today there's a good bit of uh, football and football references. Yes. So I apologize if we alienate people, but uh, we're talking about a classic here today, baby. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you, but I, I'll say that in the 90s, there were a lot of sports movies that came out for kids that like were geared towards uh, little girls and little boys. I, think, I feel like you know, 50% of the DCOMs in the 90s were like sport related. Yeah, exactly. And, and girls and guys, yeah. you know, like fucking high school musical had basketball. Like yeah. it, it's... I don't think, and I don't know. They, the movies back then did a really good job of incorporating sports, but then also yeah. um, making kids that maybe weren't into sports uh, tune in. And then, like you just said, like the story of the Little Giants is all about underdogs. Like that's literally what this movie's all about. So it's like all these kids that aren't that athletically gifted, other than you could say, you know, two characters in the movie Icebox and Junior um, on the Giants. Like they're not. They're not uh they're not the best, but for one game, baby, just one game, 
And if there's anything that the 90s have taught us, there's no sport that can't be played by a golden retriever. <laughs> I'm no talking sport. Air Bud, Air Hockey. Bro. Air Can you lacrosse. imagine Air Bud boxing? Air Bud, bo- yo, he just Bro. came in there and he just gave him a mean ding, uppercut. Ding, ding, ding. Bro. Mike yeah. Tyson's the trainer. Air Bud, you got to get over there. You got to smack a wicked sick and hide. Adrian! <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that Sylvester? <laughs> He's in the other corner with another golden retriever, just like a, a caramel covered one. Just like right. No, it's a it, fucking, like, it's like it, yeah. Air Bud fighting, like, it, no, okay. This oh, guy's but it's, no, like no, no, it's gonna, fighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, nah, it's like nah, Air Bud nah. versus like a pit bull. They got like gloves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a gold retriever done. versus like a fucking cane torso. Oh this, my gosh. And they're just injecting him with steroids like he's the Russian and Rocky. Force. He's also a Russian dog. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You'll think this, and it, they bat, it's not even a belt. It's just like a fucking collar with a big yep. bone. You will yep. take this this collar back from Mother Russia. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Only Airbud's got lines, but the Russian one just barks. Just barks. Yeah. Just barks and looks intimidating. <laughs> At the end of the movie, um, he goes, oh, I hate you, but I got to respect you, Airbud. Yeah. But yeah, man, we're talking Little Giants. Wait, wait. Before <laughs> we started uh, talking about Little Giants, I saw this game on some social media. I forget where it was. And I wanted to play it with you, Dylan, because I thought you'd be good at it. This has nothing to do with the Little Giants, but Throw it's a really quick window. game. It's a really quick game. I believe All right. So this game, I'm going to name some actors and actresses from a movie. Good God. You have to tell me what movie I'm referring to. Okay. okay. That makes sense? Like you're, yeah. We'll so try for instance, if I say uh, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, what movie am I talking uh, Men about? Men in Black. There it is. It's, it's exactly what, right. I, what we're doing here, all right? Play it's okay if you get these wrong. It's okay if you get these wrong. No, it's not. I'll... <laughs> all right. Not. This is a movie starring hmm? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Jay Baruchel. Nick Nolte. Nick Jack Black. Nolte. Hi, uh... I'm also leaving out some people. So if you need another actor, I can Bill Hader. One. Bill Hader? Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte. Jay, Jay Bear Show. What was that last one? Oh, snap. What was the last one? I said? Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black, too? Oh, my gosh. I can name a couple more, and I think you may get it, but I just want to see if you, you got it from that. The Nick Nolte thing is really throwing me off. Dude. <laughs> I knew Nick Nolte thing would is, throw you. Thing bro. is, Jay Baruchel and stuff is part of like a, a usual troop of guys that'll like stick together. So you got like, yeah, Bill Hader there. Yeah. Jack Black. Is, is it that? Is it that Orange County movie? Nope. Damn. I'm All right, I'm gonna name one Jack more actor, Black. and I think he'll get it. Uh, you ready? Yeah, sure. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Nick Nolte's in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, he plays like the the guy they're making the movie about. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I failed the first one. I felt all confident, and then bam. All right, <clears throat> second movie. I have five movies. Oof. All right. <clears throat> Christopher Maloney. Mm. Molly Shannon. Mm. Paul Rudd. Mm. Man, you're really killing me with these. Christopher Maloney, isn't that the dude from SVU? Yeah, it is. You're, dude. you're a fucking menace to do this to me. <laughs> Molly Shannon. Molly you know Shannon. Things Molly Shannon has been in. Paul Rudd. And I'll Paul give you one Rudd. more. Sure. David Hyde Pierce. I don't even remember who that is. No, no guesses. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, honestly, I don't even know. 
Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, gee, I've never seen that movie. Oh, okay, okay, no worries. All right, but that's okay. I'm not going to use that as an excuse. I'm just going to cry in the car. All right, three or three more. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Yeah, it's Oceans. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Any of them. You, you got it. It's, it's 11, 12, 13. or 13. 13. Good yeah, job, I don't dude. think you understand how much I love the Ocean Trilogy. Yeah. Like, I could watch it every day. <laughs> oh, really? Like, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I have no idea why, but it's such a comfort film for me that I could watch all three on, like, a loop every day. I mean, they're solid films. Like, like they're you're not getting like, great cast. George Clooney, great Brad cast. Pitt, Casey Affleck, like yep. Bernie, Matt Mack, Damon, Matt Damon, Al Pacino, Al friggin' Pacino comes Bro. in the third one. Oh, yeah. oh, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> two more, two more, two more. Exciting. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm ready. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Oh, this is uh, The Life Aquatic. Nope. Damn. Well, it could be a Wes Anderson film. It's probably Norton. The Royal, it's probably The Royal Tenenbaums. Edward Wait, Norton. You say, you say Edward Norton, too? Yeah. Mm. Ralph Fiennes? Hold on. Give me a second. You said too many names. You're talking about Grand Budapest Hotel. There it is. Say, there it know, is. I, I might as well just start naming off every Wes Anderson <laughs> film that's ever fucking existed. You know what I mean? There it is. All right. Last Shout out one, to last the one. absolute best uh, Wes Anderson film, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Best hotel. Like, hands down. Thank you very absolutely. much. Good night. <clears throat> All right. Last one. Last, last one. one. I'm ready. This is a great game. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ooh, Philip. Julianne Moore. Mm. Wait, Steve. Let me let me guess now. Go ahead, go for it. But this the two. <laughs> Is it the Big Lebowski? Good job, dude. Job. Great job, great. You're job. gonna say Steve Buscemi, weren't you? I was gonna say Steve Buscemi. Son I of try a... not to say the top billers because sometimes no, I can... no, that's a great yeah. idea though. Yeah. Really tied the whole game. I knew together. Tropic Thunder was going to get you. I was like, no oh one remembers gosh, that Nick Nolte's bro. in that, dude. Yeah, you just killed me with that. <laughs> you're like, all right, Mickey Rooney. What? Yeah. Like, Nick Nolte in your head, you're like, okay, he's the star, obviously. It's Nick Nolte. Like, <laughs> Okay, so this new movie, Steven Seagal, pass. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I, I really want. I saw that game, and I really wanted to play it. Okay, well, next time, I'll, I'll we can do it again, but I'll, I'll quiz you. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Prepare thyself. All right. But anyway, y'all, we're talking the Little Giants, uh, this 1994 sports classic. Um, I was two. I was two as well. Yeah. 19. Yeah. Two years. Um, starring <laughs> Ed O'Neill and 90s legend Rick Moranis. Fucking legend. There is oh, so man, many dude. Reddit posts about how Rick Moranis is the absolute goat hero of Hollywood. It's not even... It's not it's, it's not even fair. Yeah, exactly. How if in the nineties, if you saw a movie starring Rick Moranis, you knew it was gonna be a smash. Like you I'm knew talking it. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, yep. Little Shop of Horrors, Boom, The Honey I Shrunk, Honey blew I Shrunk up, the Kids, did something with the kids quadrilogy. Doesn't matter. Want to even call it? He did. Honey something. did something. He did something because he's a crazy scientist, bro. Ed O'Neill. Uh, people might best know him uh, as Bundy from Married with Children. Yep, Sick Modern Family. Sitcom that ran for years. Modern <laughs> Family, if you're yeah. not old like us. 
<laughs> and my favorite thing that he's ever done is be the uh, guy who runs Stan Mikita's Donuts in Wayne's World. And he's always Wayne's talking World. about he's always talking about the creepiest things ever. Like, oh, you know, you could rip out a man's heart and it'll still beat after you take yeah. it out of his chest. <laughs> like, whoa, Garth, your pill. <laughs> freaking love that. I freaking love that. Can I read you uh, to do a synopsis of the film for them? Yeah, Can I absolutely, read you absolutely. what's on the back of the uh 1994 sealed VHS edition. Sealed I VHS. Bro. This Hasn't baby been touched. is not only sealed. There's a coupon for Energizer batteries that expires August 31st, 95. Sheesh, bro. Six NFL milk caps, whatever milk caps are. They were popular back it's in the day. It's got Dallas and the Giants. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the, the summary reads as follows. Welcome yeah. to Urbania, Ohio, home of the O'Shea brothers, Danny and Kevin. Ex-football star Kevin's name is on the water tower. The phone book is about the only place you'll find Danny's name. Year after year, his brother's success looms over Danny like that water tower. Mm. But when Coach Kevin cuts Danny's child, Icebox, from Urbania's peewee football team, Danny isn't taking it anymore. Suit up for Little Giants, the funny, heartwarming tale of brotherly love on trial and fatherly love in action. Unfairly axed from the team, Becky Icebox O'Shea organizes her misfit pals into a rival squad and recruits a coach, good old dad. Armed with a new ace quarterback, Danny's bunch of trains. Danny's bunch? What? <laughs> I feel like there's a typo on here. Uh, yeah, Danny Maybe. trains people, blah, blah, blah. But when they're ready for the big game, Icebox isn't. Romantically smitten, she wonders if the best way to win the quarterback's notice is to trade in shoulder pads for pom-poms. Will Becky suit up? Will the Giants pull off a gridiron miracle? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Track it, track it. Bro. <laughs> it's just I like want- the guitar <laughs> shred. <laughs> Like the nastiest shred lick of all time. Hey, rogue looking kind of thick. Right? Bro. <laughs> let's, let's not even go there, bro. We'll save that for another podcast. Oh my gosh. Uh I wanted to talk about initial thoughts on this movie. Uh what were your initial do you remember when you first saw it? Uh re-watching it. Did you have any like like just like over like overarching thoughts about it if that makes sense getting the vhs was special for this because there's a couple of vhs's that i probably like wore out and sure they were nothing but like tape um i watch this film all the time the indian in the cupboard wow which, which dude the clamshell case for indian had a in the keyhole cupboard, had a keyhole with a key it came yeah. with and it came with the little indian figure yep native american and, there you go. But be uh, PC about it, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Jurassic Park and Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers. Bro. Which had the little military toys versus oh, the. Oh, uh, my God. That movie I can't even great. remember the name of them right now. Their race. Argonites? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, with Archer. Yep. Yeah, I had those toys. I was a baller. But yeah. this film was like so special to me. So being able to rewatch it again, I was like, damn. There's a lot of jokes that wouldn't fly nowadays, but Absolutely that's what not. makes it so classic and essential. Just like the stupidly funny character types that you find for the kids that you get like one of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you get like a Tom, a tomboy girl. You get the perfect hair quarterback blonde kid. You get yeah. the crazy souped up kid who looks like he did eat you, Spike. Yep. You get the little chubby kid. You get the real nerdy bubble boy kid and i'm just yeah. like damn dude these are like but to that watch one them, uh chubby kid out, there's that joke where kills me, man. he's uh when the kids are trying out yeah and he runs the 40 or whatever and then the next <laughs> kid runs and he's like great time whatever and he's like 
what did I run, coach? And he's like, I don't have a sundial. <laughs> It's like, God damn, son. I just love movies like this because they prove that the story formula of like the misfit band getting together to do some sort of activity, whether it's, yeah, play football or rob a bank or do whatever, that story always wins. Like Guardian of the Galaxy, 100%. the team up always wins. But this feels so nostalgic and special because it's like, dude, that was like you and your friends in school. Like you all had something Boom, weird and different. Like this friend had that problem. This friend had this thing. But like you were all like, still able to just chill together 100 have fun like vibing with one another nice you know man. what i mean you know what i yeah. mean absolutely i'm glad you uh attacked it from that angle which is the like again a band of misfits coming together uh like the the child aspect i felt like yeah you know in the it's very interesting like you know we talk about uh in, in in media right now, everyone always says like, oh, there's not enough re representation. That's always like a really big uh, thing everyone says about yeah. movies and television nowadays. Like, oh, I just don't feel represented. But when I watch a movie like The Little Giants, there's so much representation. Yeah. There's there's black kids. There's little Asian kid. There's, you know, and they're not making fun of him because he's Asian. They're not, You oh. know what I mean? Like, yes, there's a chubby kid. They're making chubby jokes. There's a tomboy and they're making like, oh, why don't you go be a cheerleader? Like. Yeah. There's little whatevers, but like I do feel like this movie is very representative of the kids that grew up in the nineties. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you attacked it from that aspect. My first time watching this again when it came out, I was two, so I didn't go see it in the theaters. <laughs> um, this was a movie that my dad rented for me from Blockbuster Video. Hey, Shout out yo. Blockbuster. Shout out. Um, and watching it again now, I, the angle I wanted to attack it from was. I think this would be a really good movie to watch for uh, for Father's Day. Ooh, I think there's a lot of. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? I think there's yeah. a real. Uh, there's a lot of good moments in this movie that are about fathers. Yeah. Like, um, there's obviously Danny and and Kevin because Kevin has like daughters of his own, um, that he wants to be cheerleaders. So he doesn't, and he and, he, and there are like these moments with Danny and Icebox. That Yo, he work. straight up tells Icebox at dinner, "Hey, your mom left. <laughs> your mom left. Like I don't know what he to tell even you." Sugarcoat it. He's just like, "Oh, it's me and you, bro. Your mom right. dipped. Your mom dipped." Um, yeah. You see uh, moments where, like, obviously Kevin seems like the uh, brother that doesn't really care, but there's yeah. so many little heartwarming moments he has with Becky. Like when Becky's in the diner and Becky like has a crush on the kid, and he's like, "Hey, you're more than just an athlete. Like you can be." so much more and it's he's not coming from it from a sense of i don't want you to play he's coming from it from a sense of like i just care about my my niece or when she comes and sees um she wants to go see his wife his her aunt because again she doesn't have a mom there's those moments and then there's so many moments in the final game where all these kids have moments with their dads dude there's, i thought about uh, that a lot with uh yeah. with kevin specifically i like that you brought that up because he's supposed to be like the villain but I like that there's so many moments that you show him, like, with his family, like, doing nice things with them, hanging out, doing He's whatever. a good dude. Yeah, like, it's a really good Father's Day film. And yeah. I kid you not, bro, I choked up. I choked up yesterday watching this when, like, because the typical 90s uh, movie was, like, the lawyer dad who's too busy yeah, for too his son. too busy for his son, bro. So yeah, the yeah, one yeah, kid, yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, the one kid that's on the team is, like, yeah, Johnny. 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 His dad. Pitch to Johnny. Johnny. Pitch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he sees his dad and he, like, just books it and he scores that touchdown. Bro, like, and his dad, 
is That's in so a good. suit and a briefcase on yeah. the uh, walking from the end zone for some reason <laughs> confused as to where he's going like he's never Bro, been to a sporting event. Whole, this little kid goes from i don't want Yo, the ball to fucking like saquon barkley out here. yeah just ah, ah, jukes ah. out of nowhere bro straight to ezekiel elliott out there yeah it's that moment and then there's the moment of that little black kid who like can only catch toilet paper oh my gosh it's and so there's fun. even a moment uh with um uh kevin and whoever his assistant uh coaches that guy who he sells cars with and he makes early in the movie he makes a jab about his dad i don't remember what he says about his dad yeah but so when he catches the ball and scores and then you see his dad like that's my boy that's, that's my, my boy like, dude, you, like i watched that i was like bro that's so fucking sick that they made the call back to like i think it was like his dad can't catch or something like that so when he catches the ball yeah. it's like such a big moment that like because the kid's athletic he just couldn't catch so i i again i'm glad you sh- you went at it from the kid's point of view because this was the first time i watched it and i just noticed so many uh fatherly um yeah, things yeah. about this movie that I, I never noticed as a kid that, like, was really nice to see. You know what I mean? Dude, it unlocked such a deep memory for me because when we used to go to, like, the grocery store as kids, like, the grocery store with three kids is not something that, like, you ever want to do. That sounds like chaos. <laughs> like, that me, sounds yeah. like it's horrible. And back in the day, we didn't have the cool carts that were, like, shaped Race like a cars. car. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> my dad used to just reach into his pocket and grab, like, a huge thing of change. Yeah. And then he'd just whip it down an aisle. And we'd have to go run and try to, like, wait all of it what? up. What? Yeah, like, he'd have a bunch of change in his pocket. We'd get into an aisle that had no one. And then he would just go, hey, hey, whip. And he'd whip the whole handful down the aisle. And we'd have to go, like, run and pick it up. Because as a kid, you'll pick up change. As an adult, you're like, oh. Like, what was, what was, <laughs> what was that solving? Just, like, I, you guys bored him. Oh, yeah. wow, dude. But we used to just, like, chuck the toilet paper down the aisle like that, too. Oh like yeah, we needed dude. to get a bunch of them. We just chuck it. So when I saw the toilet paper like spinning in the sky in the in the film, I was like, memory unlocked. <laughs> Even as that uh, joke from Rick Moranis, where yeah, they find out the black can only catch toilet paper, and then um, uh, Junior throws the the toilet paper, the black catches it, and then he goes to the nerd that's like the play caller, and he's yeah. like, he's like. Uh, he's like, yeah, let's switch out the football for the toilet paper. Uh, put this where the toilet paper was. Like, yeah, they're going to wipe their ass with the, with the football. He said, put the football in the bathroom. Yeah, man. put the ball in the bathroom. There you go, yeah. I love the fucking nerdy kid. When I saw him he's again, I was dude. like, bro, I forgot Jimmy Neutron was in this movie. Look at Jimmy Neutron! <laughs> he's got bro. this, like, entire cart stand. Like, he's a substitute teacher full mm. of computers to do I don't know what with. Yeah. You know, because all you really need is a clipboard, but i just love that they don't care like he becomes like the assistant like right away you know yep uh, yeah in the beginning when he's like i i I, i'm not one for getting injured and he's just like no i want i need creative plays it's it goes right back into like you say like the inclusive thing of just like it doesn't matter if he actually can't play like bro there's a kid on that little horsey thing where he's like (laughs) when he's he's like yeah he's recruiting and he's like you play football no do you like football no you ever thought about playing football? No? Great. Join our team. Like, he just abducts a child. Like, it's crazy, There's dude. no like, parent. He's just riding that little <laughs> fucking goat I, I, I never learned his name. So the whole movie, I just called him Mike TV. Because he looks oh like the Mike God, character dude. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, Willy yeah. Wonka that just loves westerns. And his dad's yep. always just like, not to your 12, son. Not to yep. your 12. Oh, man. So, I forgot about that, dude. That, that scene just killed me. Because I feel like, dude, that's like the workplace. Like, 
do you want to go to work no you no. want to work for minimum wage no good you're hired <laughs> you're hired come on in what that's oh, how they man. get you bro that's how they get you i wanted to talk about there's so many to name so you know if we go on this subject forever that's fine favorite moments from this movie oh jeez um you know what kills me is the peanut butter and jelly sandwich because that shit in the was, helmet that shit wasn't a joke to me that shit was genius really like the man stores his lunch in his helmet because yeah because we used to do well did you football. i'll start with this did you because i played peewee football i played until yeah. uh high school so i stopped in high school because i started playing basketball or i played basketball too but i didn't play high school football i played basketball yeah um but football i played peewee did you like play like that awkward Lee. moments of me and Lee played peewee football and Lee was in the age range to play, but he was okay. fucking huge. He was massive. Like What do you he, mean by massive? Just like Spike or just like yeah. a bigger kid? Oh, yeah. okay, got you. Like everyone else was the little nerdy kid and he was just massive. And the other like three massive kids in the league were all on our team. Got it, just, you. it just looked like I am 12 and they just <laughs> handed him the little paper and they were like, we're good. Yeah. I was so shrimp. I was so tiny, I didn't do anything. Gotcha. And then the second year practice, I fractured my ankle, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Got it, dude. Unbearable pain. I'm done with this. Love it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So so watching this movie, happened. you were just like, since I'm, I hate yeah. the sport anyway, having a yeah. peanut butter sandwich would be pretty clutch right now. Because I hate the fact that you'd go to practice, and you'd have to do all these things, and you'd be dying. And I was like, this isn't even fun. I want to go just to get Just to get orange slices? Did you ever just get for them to say, okay, take a water break. Yeah. I get like a sip of water, and they're like, all right, we're going to go do these drills where you're going to throw up. Bro. So I, I was like, to... what's this? The orange hit different, though. Oh, those orange slices used to go crazy i used to uh always loathe when my coaches would start oklahomas i don't know if you ever ran those you ever uh, run oklahomas I don't so, so oklahomas were these drills where it was the worst it was like two kids you would be like on your back like on the grass and then like uh, on the other side would be another kid on his back on the grass and one of you would have a football and then the coaches would blow the whistle and you both would get up and then you would try to tackle the person with the ball. Oh, I've seen that before. So that it was like, horrible. oh, dude, it was like the drill that like someone's getting hit, especially <laughs> if you were like going against like a bigger kid, like a kid that was like huge. You're like, oh, this is going to fucking suck. That like, I, horrible. And then it just, you just hear cracks like because the helmets would just be like, oh, I used to hate that drill, bro. I was when I was watching oh this God. and they're they're in one of their practices, the little giants. Yeah. The drill that my ankle got fractured on, they do in this film. They run it. What was the drill? It's it's just well, the defender sits between two cones and you have the ball and you have to get by them. Okay, gotcha. While staying between the cones. Yep. And I didn't like getting hit, so every time I just went all the way around the side. The cone. And the last kid figured out to just like dive meet for you me. there <laughs> and, when, and when he dove for me he hit and my ankle bent in yep yeah i, I, I feel like pass. we all because i yeah i played peewee up until middle school and then i started playing quarterback for like the beginning of a season and i remember i i went to like i, I hiked the ball and i went to do a play action fake yeah. And when I got the ball back, I got hit. Like, I got sacked. And when I got back to the huddle, I remember everyone staring at me. Like, everyone had these, like, like darting eyes. And I was, like, looking at everyone, like, yo, what's up? And they're like, yo, Cam, your arm. 
and I looked at my arm and I woke up in the hospital. <laughs> was it like the wrong way? Like it was like uh, a I reverse like, chicken wing? I think wing? what happened was a kid had a helmet and like one of his face masks was like jagged. Oh. So it like dug into my arm. So I was like bleeding. Like my whole arm was red. Um, and I had stitches and all that kind of stuff. But at the moment, I didn't feel it. Like he hit me and I just didn't notice. Oh. So when I got to the huddle, it was just kind of like calling the play. And then like, I just, I was so like, I just remember everyone staring at me like, oh, like what happened? And then like, I got stitches and my mom was like, he's not playing again. Like he's never doing this again. That's my baby. Yeah. Like he, he played basketball. I've never seen this happen in basketball. So then my like, I, I came back and they like, I, I gave back my helmet and stuff. And I was the end of my football career um but yeah dude I, I it's crazy how much the like as children you're just putting your life on the line for like a peewee football mm-hmm. team dude it's crazy. there's a lot of people that don't want kids that young to be full contact they to play just like want that, it yeah. they like just flag want it to be flag like football yeah. until you get to high school because your brain's still under certain amounts of development so they want to make sure you're not being like jogged in the head yep and I was like, oh, yeah, I get that. Lee played into high school, and every story that he has makes me thank the Lord that my ankle cracked. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah. There's a lot of friends that played in high school, and like, um, yeah, like emergency, like cars coming in, like carting people off the field. Because yeah, you know? if, if you've never uh, played a, like a high school or whatever above football, they make you do these practices called two a days. Oh, yeah. which is exactly what it means. You do two practices in a day, so it's just you're dead. Plus, you're dead, and now your dead body is moving. Yep. So I never wanted anything to ever do with that. So I'm good. 100%. That's a hard pass. Uh, Uh, So you said your favorite scene was the the drills that you broke your ankle on. Were there any other scenes that, like, you remember being, like, man, like, as a kid? Like, because, again, I I, I wore the hell out of this VHS. So it's, like, I have so many scenes that I was, like, bro, this is peak comedy. For me, it's just, like, the whole end like the whole the, the whole end game because re-watching it i'm like oh my gosh this is a kid's version of um the longest any, yard <laughs> any given sunday yeah <laughs> like there's there so many like uh football movies we could have picked for this because uh the longest yard is actually a remake that adam sandler did yep based off of well burt reynolds, burt was in reynolds the remake, but he was the original that was there and i'm just like looking at like the field and the kids and the scrappy upstart i'm like holy crap dude this is freaking just kids version of the longest longest yard but there's so many we could have done like any given sunday with jamie fox which is incredibly well done remember the titans remember the titans what the replacements whatever friday night lights blah blah blah. everything like we could have done a whole bunch of stuff but yeah the end game for me just kills me because there's just so many jokes all at once but nothing is funnier than the glasses kid just screaming about stuff I love that kid, dude. Spike goes to take his head off, and he just sinks his head like the turtle club yep. into his into his turtle pads, club? and then he just starts going. Yep, <laughs> yeah. About his voice kills me, man. Bro, I love the bit when they're in the uh, <laughs> they're in the locker room, and uh, for. For anyone who hasn't seen this movie, which again, if you haven't seen it, please like this is I we say this all the time, but we always mean it. Please go see this movie. Yeah. Um, the entire movie, uh, Rick or Danny's Rick, played by Rick Moranis, his daughter Becky is like a tomboy, but she's like literally one of the best players on the field, like, like arguably down. the best. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like that woman is like Brian Urlacher as a as a little girl, like it's crazy. Um, 
but she has a crush on a quarterback that they recruited named Junior. And she's the whole movie kind of battling femininity almost, which again, a very, this movie has a lot of moments that are very nice and very like, you know, exploring things that I'm sure girls at the time were also exploring, you know, Mm -hmm. I I had a lot of girls that were tomboys that played sports with us. um, And she's, uh, and they knocked you on your ass, uh, bro. They were, they were bullies like low key coach tried Uh, to put me on the off on the line. And the girls that were like huge on the other team were the people I had to go against. You it just getting, flicked me. It just flicked rocked. me down. Yeah, and I would rocked. just sit. I wouldn't even try. Um, but in the movie, Becky, uh, again, is the best player. And they, they're getting ready for the big game. They're even talking like shit to the Cowboys, like through the Yeah, the through vent. the vents, yeah. And then Becky shows up to the locker room and she's in cheerleader gear. And she's like, hey, guys, like, I'm not going to be playing, um, you know, but I'll be rooting for you. And at this point, uh, Danny's character also accepts it, that, like, Becky's going to do what she wants. I, I totally, I, I love her. She's going to do what she wants. And the kids are devastated because they're like, Becky's our best player. And then Danny goes like, well, come on, guys, I got you these jerseys. And they're like, uh, and then he turns around. Well, they got their name on the back. And they got the kids the glasses like, so they can identify our bodies at the morgue. <laughs> it's just like. I'm paying millions. It's just his freaking line delivery. It's so good. Like, so they can identify Don't be talking about my mama. Yo, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to swing on somebody. Bro, I love that kid. Because yeah, there's a point in the film where, like, they're heavily trying to recruit all these players and sabotage each other. And uh, these, like, old folks who are actively betting over and under Bro, on Bert the game. Bert and Ernie out here. Bert and Ernie Oh, no, no. Who, who are the old people in, in uh, the, old, the two old the people? The Muppets? The Muppets. Who are those those guys? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they sit up in the theater box. Yeah, and just, like, just I'll talk remember. Crap. I'll remember yeah, That's what they remind me of. The hecklers, yeah. yeah. They give a tip to both coaches that, like, there's some Spike. insane 10th grader who's souped up on the roids named Spike. Bro. And they go to visit him, and his father... Is uh, if you've ever seen Baby's Day Out, where there's three criminals that kidnap a I wealthy am, baby, I am not him. The, the dad from that, the blonde guy, is one of those guys. I watched the crap out of the Spike's movie. dad, isn't it? Is yeah. it that movie? Okay, gotcha. you know who I initially I saw Spike's dad, and I was like, is that the ninja from the Iron Claw? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the dad from the Iron Claw, just like a little, like, just, yeah. just weighs a little less. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, Spike, come out here, boy. Spike is like power lifting an entire refrigerator on his back wow. and he's supposed to be Does like pull-ups and... on his dad's arm his dad just names out stats yeah 140 <laughs> pounds muscle like well, he's, boise he's state with, university boise, <laughs> ibrahim moises like bro it's <laughs> wild son. megatron the darius the third and that's not even the the fact that on their way to find them it's fucking uh kevin and a corvette oh and danny gosh. and a go-kart just Great. blast in the streets. <laughs> you know what, too? Look at Spike and look at his teeth. That Dude. kid's like nine years old and he has a fucking silver tooth. Bro. I was like, wait, what's this man got a grill for? Bro, that's what I'm saying, man. Spike has been through it. And it is that like. <laughs> he's been in the dog pound, he's yo. He's been through it, though. It is that <laughs> see where. Yeah, because Danny or Danny shows up and the reason that Spike is like already there being put on auction like a slave is yeah. because uh he thinks that it's kevin o'shea yeah the famous heisman trophy winner right kevin because they're O'Shea. brothers and he and he's like well i didn't say i was kevin i just said i was an o'shea yeah so either way he goes with danny and then there's that again another line that i used to love 
where uh, he's like, guys, I'd like to introduce you to our new player. And he uh, like moves out the way and it's uh, Spike. And then the kids are like, whoa, he looks like a science experiment gone terribly wrong. And then Spike goes, Spike's in hell. Spike's in peewee hell. <laughs> it's all third person. Bro. Spike's getting upset. Like, Spike don't play with girls. Like he and never, it, <laughs> like he doesn't speak. Like it's crazy, bro. It's so the, all their practice scenes are so classic because they don't have any of like the equipment. Because when you used to do the pee wee football, like you used to look at like there was pee wee football that was like whatever state run. Like you, yeah, you, you didn't have to pay. But then there was like the Titans program where we were, and the Titans went like around the country, and you had to pay because theirs was just like premium. Yeah, all the practices for the little giants, they're just like they have pads that they found behind the dumpster at like Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. If you look, the chubby kid is literally wearing a piece a Darth of Vader. Darth it's... Vader helmet. Yeah, <laughs> Darth Vader like, helmet. Dude. Yeah, it's wild. He's got these kids tackling each other. The kid, the Mike TV, the cowboy kid, never wears a uniform. <laughs> he just wears a cowboy outfit. Yeah. Yep. The chubby, the chubby kid's got this Star Wars Darth Vader helmet Darth, on. Bro, it's. Crazy, absolutely killing me, man. Talking about the same game, uh, two of my favorite parts are other than like the the emotional moments I told you about. Yeah. Um, it's the part where oh, I guess it's three. There's the part where the kids um this is after halftime when they're like, We're about to win this game. Becky comes back, like they're about to win. They take those like pills that make them froth at the mouth. Oh, they take like Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer, yeah. Dissolving tablets to make them like Look, you know, fierce. Fearsome. Yeah, so there's that scene. There's the scene where the kid tries to catch the football and he puts, like, glue on his hands. Oh, my God. And then when they go break and he gets them stuck. Yeah, sticky glue. Stick. It's stuck to his chest and all he hears. (laughs) He's just, like, heart beating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Omari on Icebox out here. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And then my... The part that uh, I remember rewinding the most, where I think my VHS would skip, like it wouldn't like... <laughs> Just a little like, blip. Was the part, there's that, uh, again, the little Asian kid that would kick, and I guess he kept kicking oh that kid the ball. Oh my gosh, yeah. So he he's kept like, kicking Johnny in the neck. Johnny, there you go. So then, um, <laughs> so they score their first touchdown, um, and then he's about to kick, his, kick the field goal, and Johnny's like, down, <laughs> seven. And he's like holding his balls, like he's so afraid to get kicked in the balls. He's wearing the cup look. on the outside, like yeah, that. on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! And we I used we to can't, love that scene. We can't forget to talk about like the big big cameo. The oh my some, god! Somehow there's a uh, there's a bus full of famous NFL stars oh, on their way to the Hall of Fame god. in Dayton, Ohio. John freaking Madden, Dude. the Oakland coach, famous commentator, extraordinaire, died in 21, comes off the bus. And he's like, I need directions. And he comes out with, with Emmitt Smith, Tim Brown, you know, Tim Brown. Bro, it's wild. He comes out with like bro. four dudes. And I'm just like thinking to myself, like, man, if they didn't announce their names, I wouldn't know half of these guys. Because <laughs> it's so hard to tell NFL players sometimes when they're in like street clothes. Sure. And the only guy I was like, that's Emmett Smith, just because I, I see Smith. him nowadays in every like, help me, I'm old commercial. 100%. Yeah, that scene alone. Um, uh, yeah, seeing that, seeing like, John, like, where he's like, so here's the, here's where we're at. We're here. We're trying to get here. And then, boom, we're here. Like, it's like just watching John. Because, again, I think, like, 
at, at the time, especially like once we get closer into the 2000s, John Madden is a childhood favorite, not because kids know him from like actual uh, coaching. They know him from sports. the video game. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. like to this day, like Madden even passed away. Everyone knows John Madden because of the video game. And the fact that he was so um in touch with what kids were doing with doing this movie like it's Mm -hmm. it was amazing to see like again like i almost forgot that happened so when the bus pulls up and you see john madden and there's that scene with him and the the kid who like likes to coach and he's like well we don't have a tailback and he's like helping him out like bro i i love seeing john madden like just you know (laughs) there even is that little bit where i remember like where he's like where rick moranis is or danny's like oh um any tips for me and he's like, no, uh, you know, there's no secret to this. He was like, I, I had plenty of, uh, I won the Super Bowl, and there were plenty of players that nobody else wanted. And in my head, I was like, damn, who don't players, John? Like, why you? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Called out some boys. <laughs> there's somebody in Raiders team, like, god damn, John. Some, <laughs> somebody was trash, yo. Right. He was like, I had to carry him on my back like LeBron. Yeah, hundred percent. But it got yeah. me thinking for a question for you. Yeah. If we're gonna do uh, little giants nowadays little giants 2000s yeah who's who getting off that bus oh it's probably like all the 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 people that kids like so like like uh, like who Tyreek, would you, you want to get off that bus Ooh, okay. but not they don't have to be like they're current in the, the NFL current right like, now yeah i'm it, just talking about guys, like little giants would have just been made in in the mid 2000s yeah I so see. like who's getting who's your who's your lineup that's getting off that bus mm-hmm. you'd love mm-hmm. to see I would say the four I would pick are Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Aaron Donald. Yeah. Um, I would go Tyreek. And then, of course, I got to go Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Yeah. But I think having, like, because, it, it, like, there's that scene where I forget the the white player's name. I used to know it, but I'm forgetting right now. Gotcha. Um, Where he, like, teaches the Vader helmet kid, like, how to, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Forty uh, percent physical and sixty percent, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, eighty percent mental. This impossible math, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Um, and I think it would be really cool to see Aaron Donald, who can like bench yeah. press a house, like get the same like speech. You know what I mean? I and to see Patrick Mahomes talk uh, like Kermit, just in you know, bro. They have kids. to throw some kind of Kermit like joke in there, bro. They hey have kids. To. Yeah, I wrote down Aaron Donald as well for some defense, but I'm like, bro, Brady's stepping off that bus. Oh Tommy if B! I don't see, if I don't see Tommy cool. coming out that, bus I thought you with... meant like active players. That's a that's a good yeah. One. No, that's I said Tommy Billichek's gonna be there in place of Madden, and he's just gonna be Bill like. Bill would as, be the worst, bro. As crusty and stern, but bro. in the movie, cut off. Fucking Danny would be like, any tips for me? I'm not. I'm uh, fuck. Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> Do your job. Do your fucking. I job. I want to see Brady and Gronk, little Kelsey, little Zeke. Little Kel, yeah, you're right. I would replace yeah. Tyreek for Travis Kelsey. He yeah, probably yeah. would be there. Like it's just getting a little like mix up. But I was like, damn, dude, that'd be so funny. Like to make this now to see. It's like the, you know, this is the, like Space Jam. It's like basketball is Ooh. Jordan. You know, basketball's yeah. version of this film is like Space Jam. And then of it's, course, it's a, it's upsetting. They how made bad a horrible that new Space Jam's film. Horrible yeah, really movie. Bad. Cause I didn't mind LeBron, cause obviously like that's a natural jump to do a different sure. basketball player. But I was yeah. like, good gosh, was that a bad movie? I think for me it was yeah, segueing into this piece of trash. Uh, I, uh... The the original Space Jam was like such an iconic movie, but like it's it's not like it's a well known fact that Michael Jordan couldn't act. Like it's not <laughs> like he is like 
the 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 cream de la cream of the movie. Like it's he's Michael yeah. Jordan playing basketball, but the Looney Tunes around him make the movie great. And it's so prevalent because Looney Tunes are so loud and yeah. colorful. Like they're so uh, like an American cartoon through and through. It's just bam in your face. So Michael's yeah. over there like, what's going on? What yep. are you guys doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, Michael, no. How do I get out of here? <laughs> Michael, you got to play the game. When, oh. when when Knight comes in there, Newman comes in there and saves the day with his antics because he's, Bro, so, he's, he's so, so much good. energy. Yeah. But to that extent, LeBron can't act either. They ain't no actor. Yeah, I mean, he's a better actor than Michael Jordan. But I think, again, it was just like it doesn't like weird. Yeah, I don't it, whatever. It's it, it, the first Space Jam is catching lightning in a bottle. And I think like. The fact that it's LeBron James, but it's not the same kind of premise. Like it, it, it yeah. is the same in the sense of like Michael Jordan gets or LeBron gets caught in like Looney Tune land. But like the first one, they also had those like bits of like the Charles Barkley where he gets blocked by that little kid. And then, you know, they're in like the like Charles room. suck. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll stop talking to Madonna or whatever. He's like, there's so many like bits with like. The other Shane Bradley, uh, Muggsy Bogues, uh, Patrick Ewing, like yeah. there's other bits in that movie that make it work. Whereas the new one, like it just felt like LeBron. Yeah. It wasn't really like the magic of the NBA and the Looney Tunes because it felt very like when the when the aliens were taking the powers from the players. Yeah. There's that scene where the players are like, I don't want to play. I'm scared. Cause like and they're all like live action and it's not yeah. crazy looking. Like it looks real. It looks cool. Exactly. Like, oh. Yeah. Like it's like you watch Patrick Ewing in an NBA game missing free throws cause he lost his powers. Like it's cool, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And in the new movie, I, I thought I was hoping that they were going to unfortunately do more of the same. I thought they it was going to be like Steph Curry, like losing his ability to shoot or like whatever, like, the same thing. The monster is like taking powers from these NBA players, and the only player that can low key beat all of these NBA talents is LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like, whereas in the first movie, it's believable that yeah. Michael Jordan can beat a team of Muggsy Bogues, Patrick Ewing, and Shane. Like, yeah, you probably win that game. You know? Uh, give him, give him Scotty. He could do anything, bro. Exactly. Give him Bill Murray, and he can conquer the world, bro. <laughs> Bill Murray was in there. Bill Murray throws a behind the back pass, one of the it's sickest so behind the back passes I've ever seen, dude. Bill Murray like doesn't even want to be in films. He just wants to wait until what could be the most random film cameo appearance ever could be, and yeah. he's like, "That's it. That's the one. That's what I'll do." Zombie land. You know when you hear, yeah, when you hear about like <laughs> Bill showing up to someone's wedding randomly, like he just walked onto the golf course and was yep. there, like he's an elderly dementia patient, like. It's just like, hey, what's the weirdest cameo you could think? You know what? I'm going to be inside a tree and get smart. And get some. I forgot he's in that movie. He's inside the tree, and then he has yeah. to, like, let them in. You know what I mean? Like, that's Bill Murray's career. Thank you very much. Bro. All right. Uh, before we uh, wrap, I wanted to talk um, as a final question. I got one more thing before. Oh, we... yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Unless you got, unless your question is about my thing. You never know. I don't know. Yeah, go for it. I want to talk about the annexation of Puerto Rico. Oh, nope. It wasn't about that. Go okay, for it. Okay, hold up. Hold up. So, as a last-ditch effort for the Little Giants to try to win against the Cowboys, yep. the, uh, the nerdy Jimmy Neutron kid, along with John Madden's help, cooks up a play he calls the annexation of Puerto Rico, yep. which in uh, 
the college and the real NFL has been a trick play for a long, long time. And it's actually referred to as a fumble ruski. And yep. it's actually shouted out in the film. Basically, fumble it's, ruski, fumble ruski. it's been banned in a lot of different ways. And technically, it would count as a fumble, uh, like a forward fumble. But you're basically just quarterbacks just leaving the ball on the ground. Usually, an offensive lineman is just picking it up while you run like a fake uh, rush or a yeah, fake like pass. Toss, yeah. And then someone's got to just run it. And then it ended up being just a lot of like laterals, laterals backwards to try and win the game in beautiful fashion. But like the name makes no sense. And that's why I love it. Cause I'm just like, what the hell is that? hundred percent. I have no idea why that little nerd named it. The annexation (laughs) of Puerto Rico where the, where the play is the quarterback just leaves the ball. And then the big chubby Bader guy just starts running. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico. It's just like unless it's like because they just keep like like laddering the balls like a jailbreak yeah. almost I guess maybe I'm convinced that the best at, like plays for any sort of sports game are just going to be like the most insane phrases like 100%. oh general we're going to do general custard's last stand got it yeah we're just going to blitz <laughs> even the in the real NFL like the Philly special you know what yeah. I mean like it's just like the most absurd names for like. Yeah, laterals or flea flicker type plays, or it's like the defense is like, what is this? What are Because you're yelling here? out audibles and you're usually picking different things. Like uh, Peyton Manning was famous for yelling out the Omaha, Omaha. Uh, um, audible all the time. So yeah, yeah, I just I just love that dude. He's just like, what, do you know what Tom Brady would yell? I don't remember what Tom Brady would yell. Tom Brady would just yell, "Let's fucking go!" And then the crowd would get hype as shit and uh, go out on the field and just play with so much anger. It looked like but that wasn't his QB cadence, right? He wouldn't say. Nah, that. I can't. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't remember. remember. Yeah. I think he was just saying like set hike. I don't really. Yeah, I know, you know every quarterback's one, got their flavor, you know. Yeah, that one. I used to remember Cam Newton's. I know fucking Dak Prescott's is like, here we go. Yeah, yeah, here with we those, go. Those hip twist. Yeah, with those hip twists like he's hanging out with Jane Fonda doing yep. a workout tape. I love a good uh, QB cadence when they're like unique yeah. and like you know whatever. the mic'd up. That's gold. That's mic'd up. Gold, ev- it's the best, dude. And the and the amount of stuff they probably take out too, because these people are like it's cursing insane. up a storm, you know. Because <laughs> you always see a mic'd up video, and the players will tell the other players around them, "Hey, yo, yo, I'm mic'd I'm up. Mic'd I'm mic'd up. up." So they yeah. don't say nothing wild. Obviously, they're gonna cut it, but you don't want someone coming up and be like, "Hey, yo, I hit it last night." Yeah, yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, them cheerleaders over there, bro. They getting that. Hey, I mic'd up. I'm mic'd up. <laughs> I'm mic'd up. Yo, I'm karaoke, karaoke. Oh, at the we were my swimming bad. in margaritas by the leader. <laughs> That's when Marshawn Lynch like, I'm giving out turkeys to my community, <laughs> <laughs> trying to help my hood. <laughs> what a fucking national treasure, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. For a final question, I wanted to talk about again. Um, I. I will always watch this movie with a great fondness for Rick Moranis, even in the Tony episode, learning that, you know, like with Tony having him in a a brother bear, like them playing the mooses Mm -hmm. um, with strange brew. So I wanted to uh, ask what's your Mount Rushmore of Rick Moranis films. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Give me, give me a, give give me, could you give me yours first? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just just to give me a second. I'm so sorry. So my, no, you're fine, dude. So my, uh, Mount Rushmore again four, um, would be Ghostbusters, Little Giants, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, and Spaceballs. Those would be my like, if if you've never seen a Rick Moranis film, those are the four that I'd be like, 
this gives you the best insight into the fantastic career that is Rick Moranis. All right, I got it. Okay. Uh, he's Ghost, got some good ones. He's got Ghostbusters, some obviously. Okay. Ghostbusters, he just plays the most like hilarious character. He's like the shrimpy neighbor who loves uh Sigourney Weaver and he's yes. always just like trying to talk too much and he he just kills me when he's just like yeah it's how I take the video on the workout I I got a great workout I got lots of supplements and vitamins in there you, you want a mineral water yeah, yeah. uh space balls cuz there's fucking nothing beating any nothing. of the jokes in that movie yeah the fact to this that, day the ludicrous speed the, yep. uh, the colonel sanders chicken <laughs> surrounded by assholes uh little giants because yeah we'd wear the tape down because yep. he's just he's just so precious in this movie and last but certainly not least when he played huh, barney rubble in, in the, the flintstones, flintstones bro, dude. get out of here <laughs> when he played barney rubble opposite john goodman's oh. fred flintstone and what is the most classic film ever invented flintstones <laughs> <laughs> with uh Halle Berry. Halle Berry, bro. Halle Berry. Rosie oh O'Donnell. God. That Fucking... movie's wild. <laughs> Shout out Rosie. Shout out. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor's in there as like yeah. a mother-in-law. Like it's just a budget for that was so over the top. Astronomically. And then, and then they recasted everyone to put out a shitty cheap sequel where yeah. they go to Vegas and it's dog. So disappointing. It's dog water, man. Yeah. But that's it, man. I I love yeah, Rick Moranis. For those who don't know, uh, he's considered like a like the goat hero of Hollywood because he stepped away from a very prosperous and um, booming career because yeah. his uh, his wife got sick and passed uh, cancer of some form. I I, I, I believe thought. so. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I got to be a dad. I got to stay at home. I got to raise my kids. I got to do what's right. I can't be doing none of this crazy Hollywood stuff. And to his credit, he very rarely did anything like in hollywood like again uh yeah there he there was a rumor that there was going to be a sequel to honey i shrunk the kid called shrunk that been which dope. was which, which would then uh end his like at this point 24 year hiatus of, of being in a film yeah but the movie hasn't proceeded to shoot yet it stopped shooting due to covid and just hasn't picked back up yet i don't know why uh, um but yeah thing, uh, I, I think we're all kind of waiting for rick moranis's wait. return you know the only thing I remember is that he was actually cool enough to do voice work for um, for the Goldbergs TV show. They did an episode oh, that's right. about Spaceballs where at the end, like, Dark Helmet was there. And he actually did the voice work for it, which was yeah. really, really cool. Uh, who Adam Goldberg for that show must be just, like, the most charismatic guy because he also convinced Freddie England to put on the Freddie makeup for their nightmare on elm street episode and that's not yeah, an easy feat either easy feat. like well, i mean they're probably a couple of dollars ran under that offer but yeah it's crazy and um the director of Spaceballs, uh mel brooks is getting older by the minute very tragically everyone's waited for years and years for them to do like some sort of sequel for Spaceballs, and yeah i, I think he also made a appearance in, in in that ghostbusters movie right the 2016 one I don't even remember. I think oh, he the, is the, the horrible one. Yeah, I think he is oh, in that for a brief second have. too. We'd have yeah. to look it up. I can't even freaking remember right now. Yeah. I, I almost don't want him to be in it. Maybe he's not in it. <laughs> Just because it was so bad. Oh no, no, no. After I see what you're saying about the shrunk though. Yeah, yeah. He was I remember because it was like a Disney Plus thing. Like it was gonna be like a huge thing. They brought they got Rick Moranis back, you know, but they just stopped shooting 
Um, and I just feel like if you have Rick Moranis signed on to do it Shoot. and you don't follow through with that, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I like, I don't know. I, I again, I, it's he, everything this man touches is gold. Let him, if he signed on, let him cook, bro. Just shoot it. I don't, who cares? I just want to see Rick back in a movie, bro. You know, I need something. Um, I need something. It's just I, I, for, for a guy like that, that had like such a special career and it's very nostalgic. There's sometimes there's a part of me where I'm like, I don't even want it because there's yeah. so many trash 20 year later sequels, prequels, blah, blah, blah. that just don't go anywhere. And they suck the joy out of what was originally there. Yeah, if it ain't good, I wouldn't even go near it. Like if I was him, I'd always say script up front, and if it sucks, be like, nah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, and I, like, again, I like can't he, do this. his legend is good enough to where he he deserves that. He deserves to be selected, and you know, he, he's one of Canada's finest. He's one he easily one of Canada's finest. Um, anyway, bro, final thoughts, man. Final thoughts on Little Giants. Final thoughts, man. Anything, you know, uh, combo it with the Super Bowl. Either oh, watch it before baby. or after the Super Bowl, and then listen to this episode because we know, we know you love us. One hundred percent, man. We know you love us. I would say the same, dude. This movie, uh, um, it's timeless. Uh, rewatching it again, I, I I laughed probably more than I did as a kid. So, uh, by all means, if you want to just watch a movie that feels nostalgic but also again holds up, um, this is the this is the right pick, man. Little Giants was amazing bro amazing jeez dude it's all uh, about it's all about spike carrying a fridge on his back it's all <laughs> about it's all about spike that motherfucker that was also in brink i hated that guy he was in brink too yeah he's the evil guy in brink uh, um, always playing the villain bro he's always playing the fucking villain you dude. know what i saw too you know like the two blonde uh, girls that that uh o'Shea has yeah one of them is alexa the Alexa. girl from Spy Kids. Oh, really? I didn't Alexa even Vega. That. Yeah, That's I saw cool. that on the Google earlier. Nice. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even pick that up watching this movie. I didn't either. I just. I was, yeah. I was nice. blind. Um. But yeah. Uh. Tune in next time. Our next uh, podcast will just be about our favorite movies of 2023. It's coming to you guys a little late, but I promise you, uh, if you're looking for movies, let's say 2023 wasn't your best in terms of. Uh, watching movies we have a bunch of movies that came out oh, in that year that you should watch and dylan also has a lot of picks that did not come out in the year in 2023 that you probably haven't watched so we'll be also, on the lookout for that uh, also have some picks that shock you and we'll also have some picks that make you want to throw stuff at the screen uh oh yeah we definitely did some uh not so good picks that uh yeah we definitely wouldn't advise watching um and then again final final thing um talk no jutsu podcast Oy. please give it a listen episode one is um, out now it's on season yep. one of vinland saga which you haven't seen i'm sorry for you yeah we got a couple of the, a couple coming up akira and uh season one of uh, jujutsu kaisen which is real hot right now hot off the press so please please stay tuned support love us thank you exactly man uh but until then it's been cam it's been dylan and this has been extra butter have a good day y'all mm. thank you thank you Goodbye, guys.